Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast, where entrepreneurs, business owners, and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember, you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host, Snowy Phillips. Welcome to this episode of the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to give you a superpower. It's a superpower that pretty much anyone can have access to, but don't. Most people just don't know they have it, don't want it, don't use it. So let's get started. A number of years ago, I used to live in Spain. I was in finance and I'd uh, done, well, reasonably okay. And a moment in time came when I had the chance to just stop working for a while and and to be truthful, I was feeling quite self-satisfied with myself. I was living in the sun. I was in the lovely part of Spain. I had money to spend. And, well, I uh, I enjoyed the uh, good life. I got out of the... I, I was in finance and I got out of the markets just before the dot-com crash. And, like I say, I, I was a little bit smug about it. And I sort of lived the high life. The warm weather was good. The food was good. And and warm weather and food lead to drinking, as far as I was concerned back then. And over a period of a year, I spent most of my days doing nothing but that. A little bit of sun, a little bit of food, well, maybe not a little, and a lot of drinking. And yeah, over that year, I did nothing but ballooned. But the interesting thing about it, I didn't know I put on weight because... Your brain is, is very bad at spotting small changes that accumulate over time. You look in the mirror, you're not any different from one day to the next, so you think you're just the same. Anyway, like I say, this year went on and I continued to enjoy myself and eventually I, I flew back to the UK for Christmas to be with my family. And I was picked up the, uh, at the airport by my mother. She looked at me and looked past me and I was like, is she joking? The thing was, my mum didn't recognise me. Because uh, as it turned out, I'd put on like five stone. Now, five stone to you uh, who are not in the UK is like 70 pounds or or just over 30 kilograms. And, well, you know, people are polite. They don't necessarily want to mention this. But clearly, this was a radical uh, change in shape for me. And uh, when it was politely pointed out that I'd put on a few pounds really didn't want to believe it because in Spain the only thing I was using to measure myself was the day-to-day change of the person I looked in the mirror. I didn't have a scale and there was like say there was no way to see if there was any change because um, there's a funny thing that goes on with your your I guess your ego or self-esteem it'll pretty much project to you what you believe you're seeing in the mirror. My father um, recently said that very idea to me that you know how come is it the person you see in the mirror is not the person you see in a photograph of yourself and you say well the funny thing is in the mirror often you're seeing a reflected idea of yourself based on your brain's own filters whereas sometimes in a photo you you get the real truth anyway like i say finally when i got on a scale when i got home my eyes well opened because i had the proof of it I, i looked at the scale and realized that I'd clearly gained an awful lot of weight and 
because I couldn't argue with the facts. The facts were there presenting myself with real proof because I'd got on a scale. And and, and that's the thing with um well with self belief and self identification. We all like to believe we're honest. And we all like to think we don't lie to ourselves. But the problem is we often do, sometimes deliberately, sometimes, well, without meaning to. We just don't know that we're doing. And unless we have an accurate method of assessing our situation, our judgment is often flawed. We make assumptions about ourselves, our business, our life. And these assumptions often aren't true. We have plenty of cognitive biases and and fallacious ideas that run programs in our heads. Uh, Often, like I say, we don't even know that we're wrong when we're wrong. And I guess at that moment in time when I I realised that I had gained weight and I was far less healthy than I thought I I was, I I realised that you know, truth will give you an advantage because most people don't want the truth or they don't seek the truth in a deliberate way. Most people operate in a world with bad information about themselves, their businesses, their relationships. It's the same across most people's lives. They, They think they know something when they don't actually know it and their information is wrong. I've seen this countless times in, uh, from a consulting perspective. You ask any business owner how many leads they get each month and how often or how, how many of them they close, and often the numbers are wildly inaccurate. Ask a person how they are and you'll probably get an I'm okay answer, but try pro- probing a little bit deeper and see what happens. You know, you'll find out people's lives aren't as good as they really think they they are. And it's the same with relationships. You know, pretty much if anyone's been in a relationship for any amount of time, you say, oh, how's the relationship going? If you're, you know, slightly bit curious about that thing and they'll tell you it's okay. But you ask the other side of that equation, the partner, how's, how are they doing as, uh, you know, the relationship? And they'll tell you all the things that could be improved. And so this is the thing. Like I say, we, most of us are walking around with really bad data or bad information. And the last time, or in the last episode, remember when I talked about one of the three things you need to improve was clarity. Well, this is the antidote to self-deception. So from now on, if there's something we want to improve, the first thing we need to have is an accurate measure of where we are. In business, it might be tracking the essential business numbers. I'll talk about the essential business numbers in a later episode. But even if you do track the numbers in a business, most people are tracking the wrong ones. But like I say, we'll discuss that in a later episode. In our personal life, we might assess all the areas that are important to us and dissect ourselves to find out exactly where we stand. That could be on, you know, areas like health, wealth, love, happiness, spirituality, friendships, whatever your metrics and measures are, there's areas that you should look at and judge and make clean assessments of that idea. And and like I say, in, in relationships, maybe some simple, better questions asked to the person you're in a relationship with. The problem is, this is not easy for a number of reasons. 
we have a thing in our mind called, well, uh, we have a, a thing called a homeostatic mechanism in our mind that pretty much stops us from finding things out that might lead to changes. We often know what's good for us, and yet we don't do this. And the reason being is that our mind sees that any change or any behavior that is outside our normal behavior adds increased risk to ourselves. And increased risk from a biological imperative means a greater chance of you doing something that might kill ourselves. So our brain literally stops us from making changes. We also need to have a good method of assessing the truth, the right tools, if you will, or the right questions to ask yourself about your business or about your life. Like I say, sometimes it's a matter of asking the right questions and we just don't know which questions to ask. And sometimes, and this is a real, you know, touchy subject, but sometimes you have to be really brave in wanting to um, see the truth of things. As sometimes seeing things we don't want to see requires courage, and sometimes it's courage that we don't have or can't yet muster. Or we need to find sometimes the right, you know, we, we don't know the right things that we should be doing, so we need to find the right teacher, someone who can point out these things for us, someone who's been there before or done that before, or someone who's learned in these ideas. And like I say, these are all obstacles that are in our path. That said, the rewards for doing this is that once you have truth or clarity of where you are, you have the power to do something about it. When you can't measure something, you have no way of tracking improvement, what's working and what's not working. But when you do, you have a method of tracking and that's the superpower that I'm talking about. Because once you've got a method of assessing anything, you've got a method of improving something. And without it, you don't know about the improvements. Let's look at two examples. Like I say, I've walked into countless businesses and asked business owners, tell me about your lead flow and tell me about your conversions of those leads. A business owner, you know, thinks he's getting 100 leads a month and closing one in three. When we, when we actually looked at the numbers, turns out he was getting 40 leads a month and closing 15% of them. Now, that comes as a bit of a shock to him, but the reality is now he knows where he's at. Now he can do something about it. We can look at increasing the lead throw numbers or we can, or, or, or we can look at improving the conversion of those leads or we can look to improve both. But like I say, him thinking he was getting more than enough leads and closing more than enough of them was just either him not knowing or him not wanting to know the truth. But once he had the truth, we could do something about it and readjust and reassess those numbers. Okay, and let's look at me deluding myself, thinking I'm some chiseled Adonis, when the reality was I'm 70 pounds overweight. God, that hurts just to say it. Because the scales don't allow. But then the nice thing for me, once I had that empirical data, I could do something about it. But more importantly, I could actually see then in the mirror that I put on weight. It was as if someone had taken these rose-tinted blinkers or lenses from my eyes. The data showed me the truth, or should I say the data told me the truth, 
And then having that information allowed me to see the truth, which is kind of a really bonkers thing. And as I mentioned, that clarity is a superpower. It'll give you a firm place to stand on any journey that you start from. Most people don't have that firm place. Most people don't have that foundation because most people don't deal in truth and they don't want the truth. But for you, no matter how painful it is in getting it, you will then have an empirical, logical and fact-based way to start anything. And it can change everything for you because you won't be dealing, as I say, in deception, in lies. You'll be dealing in truth. And so that's the lesson I want you to take away from today, that you should start looking at the areas that are important to you, that you want to improve, and get absolute data on those starting points. Once you have that data, and if you don't, actually, if you don't know what data to get in business or in life, ask someone, find a mentor or a teacher or someone who's been there and done that before you. For me, when I got the data about my uh, overweightness, I, I, rather than me thinking, okay, well, clearly I know what I'm doing, I, I found a fitness and nutritional coach and they took me through all the processes I could go through to quickly and easily and sustainably lose that weight. Right, like I say, but so, so that's where you're at. Get someone or get the data, get the information you need in order to make your journey, find out your starting point, get that clarity, and then you can begin your journey. Because with bad data, often you get bad results or no results. And often you'll stop sometimes from things that are working because you have either no data or bad data. Okay. So that's what I want you to take away from this episode, that we all lie to ourselves and often we can't help it. So in order to get past that, we need to have access to methods to see what's true. And that could be through better mentors, better questioning, better tools. From your perspective, clarity is a superpower because it allows you to track the improvements that you're making and do them with facts, not hope, not deception, not, not lies that you've been telling yourself, but absolute empirical data. And, and finally, like I say, it gives us a solid place to start our journey from. And as we mentioned, our journey deals with three things, clarity, direction, and strategy. Okay, I'm going to end today's episode there. Use clarity as a superpower. Remember, like I say, Clarity is an insight, and if you don't have it, take that on board, because this might be the first and most important insight that you get, a clear place to start from. Right. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode, where we'll talk a little bit about direction, the next part, or the next superpower that you can adopt. For now, like I say, have a great day.